Welcome to Wellness and Wisdom. This is Josh Trent, your host, and this is the place where you and I learn the truth about living our lives well. How do we do this? How do we live our life vibrantly, fully expressed, and absolutely on point? This is a question I've been asking myself ever since, really, ever since I was a little boy. Maybe you can relate to this. Do you ever wonder why people treat each other so poorly or why life can be so challenging at times? Well, this is where we figure out the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial ways that we can have mastery, that we can nourish ourselves in this 3D world on this rock in the middle of outer space. If you love hearing real questions from real people across the world about this wellness pentagon, those five things that I just mentioned, I'll say them again, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial, this is the perfect place for you. It's one of many in our Q&A episodes where Global Tribe members post questions on Instagram and Facebook, and I answer them live right here. So make sure you're following me at Josh Trent Official on Instagram so you get notified when a new Q&A is coming up so you can post your questions about these five sides of the Wellness Pentagon. Now, why should you listen to me? Well, I always told myself whenever I'm getting advice, whenever I'm getting wisdom, from someone. Do I want either all of what they have or some of what they have? So if you want a multiple six-figure income, if you want a successful business that you feel good about, if you want children, if you want a family, if you want loving relationship, if you want to be a pillar of service in your community, these are all the things that I've created from my dark night of the soul on the path of wellness, on the path of wisdom since 2015. Now, really, I started in 2003. This was like my spiritual awakening. It's crazy to say out loud, by the way, 2003, 20 plus years ago when I quit my job as a Mercedes-Benz luxury auto technician, sold everything I owned, moved to Hawaii to find fitness and wellness and spirituality and myself and essentially to find God. Okay, I digress. That's another podcast. Listen to some of the other shows we have to hear about my own personal story. Today is about your personal story and about the story that we're writing together. Here is the truth on the first page of this story. You and I are loved, we are supported, and we are on the right path. Even if it feels like we aren't, we still always are which is the ultimate paradox in this Q&A that we're going to go deep into right now. So again, if you're looking for a longer guest interview, click on any of our Tuesday shows. Check out the solo cast that I break down on Thursdays where I take something complicated and I get it into little digestible bites so you can take action step by step in your life. Those are on Thursdays for our solo cast. So today, let's dig into this week's Q&A. This week's Q&A is really special because someone asked a question on Instagram that is going to take 10 plus minutes of strong wisdom and experience to explain. So today we're going deep into this question from audience member Present MV. Present MV asks, I'm healing my childhood trauma. I already feel like I've healed so much until I get into a relationship and then I'm back at the beginning. Why are romantic relationships so triggering? Well, here's why. They're both fulfilling and challenging, and they're made that way by design. This is when the creator gives us an experience that brings us the ultimate form of joy. If you want children, that's a whole nother level. But let's just talk about intimate relationship, romantic relationship. It brings us joy and love and companionship. And in true paradox, these relationships trigger our deep emotional wounds and our insecurities. So why are these relationships so triggering? Well, besides it being of design, let's explore some of the other reasons. First off, romantic relationships always involve vulnerability. Always 
And I say this because in order to have relationship, you have to do what the Native Americans called intimacy. Into me, you see. You see, when we open ourselves up to another person, we share our deepest fears and desires and allow them to see us in a way that we may not ever show to other people. This vulnerability, especially if it wasn't practiced at home or modeled by parents, can be super scary because it means that we are risking rejection or judgment. When our partner responds in a way that's hurtful or a way that our ego perceives as negative or doesn't reciprocate our feelings or our gestures of love, this is what can trigger feelings of shame, worthlessness, and fear. But the ultimate work here is is not to see the vulnerability that is not exchanged and not reciprocated as absolute and total rejection. The gift in this vulnerability is that you choose vulnerability without it wanting to be returned in hardcore expectation. I'll say that again. You choose vulnerability. You choose to be vulnerable with your partner without the expectation of it having to be a specific way on the flip side. Now, why is that so important? It's important because in true love, no one keeps score. I believe that's a passage in the Bible. I'm not a religious man, but that is definitely a section in the Bible. Into me, you see intimacy. Romantic relationships are at the core, a deep dive into all the ways and all the experiences that the subconscious mind has used to stack evidence as to why it's not safe or why it can't be vulnerable. Now, look, there's many different things about vulnerability that we can't cover in this podcast, but the first takeaway from this is that romantic relationships involve vulnerability because of that Native American expression. Into me, you see. Into me. Into all the parts of myself that maybe I haven't accepted yet. Maybe I still hold with a little shadow or an umbrella over them because I'm afraid of how my partner might feel if they found out the truth of me. Shit, maybe society might be rejecting me if they found out really who I am. But at the end of the day, you will find that 99.999% of the time, most of the fear we have about being vulnerable, no one cares about. No one's judging us. We're actually just judging ourselves. A great podcast on this is with Mark Wolin. I'll link that in the show notes over at joshtrent.com forward slash 530. Let's go into point number two. Romantic relationships, we talked about the vulnerable aspect, but also romantic relationships rub on our wounds. They rub on our wounds and they rub on our attachment styles. Attachment styles are ways of operating. There's three main different types. And they all stem from our childhood experiences. It's our early life experiences with caregivers that shape how we view ourselves and the world around us. So listen to this. If you had a secure attachment with a caregiver who was responsive to your needs as a child, you are going to be more likely to develop healthy attachment styles in adulthood. However, if you experienced neglect or abuse as a child, you may develop insecure attachment styles that lead you to have difficulties in trusting others or forming close relationships. Before I go into the three, a great example of this and a very big guest that is coming up on a podcast in just a a few weeks, I believe, is Dr. Stan Tatkin, the author of Wired for Love and his new book series. So make sure you subscribe at joshtrent.com forward slash podcast on your favorite player or even the player you are listening to this Q&A right now. 
Dr. Stan Takin is a very famous TEDx speaker, clinical psychologist, and author who's developed the theory of attachment styles in adults. His work focuses on how our early experiences with caregivers shape our adult relationships. Now, Takin identifies four different attachment styles, secure, anxious, ambivalent, avoidant, and disorganized. That is one way to understand the big three or the big four. Another way to describe this that we'll talk about is Tatkin's work around the island, the anchor, and the wave. But let's go into these four. This is really the science and kind of the heady part of my point number two, and that is romantic relationships. They make us look at our attachment styles so we can come back home to the anchor, to the secure. Each style is characterized by different patterns of thoughts, emotions, and all kinds of different behaviors that we have in relationships. Secure attachment is characterized by a positive view of self and others, very much a trusting person and the ability of that person to be emotionally intimate. The anxious ambivalent attachment is characterized by insecurity, clinginess, and anxiety about abandonment. Avoidant attachment is characterized by a negative view of self and others, distrust, and the inability to be emotionally intimate. Last is disorganized attachment. This is characterized by an incoherent or contradictory view of self and others, fearfulness and chaotic or unpredictable behavior in relationships. Some of the data around OCD points to a lot of people having a predisposition for this disorganized attachment. But whether you go deep into Tatkin's work or not, and I know you're going to subscribe to that podcast because this will really, really help you. Dr. Tatkin's work has shown that our attachment style has the biggest impact of the quality of our adult relationships. And his theory helps us understand why we behave the way that we do in relationships and how we can change our patterns to create a healthier, more fulfilling, loving connection with others. There are three different styles that I love his description in the book, Wired for Love. We have that linked at joshtrent.com forward slash 530. The first is island. If you're an island attachment style, this is a little bit easier to understand than the four before. Number one, if you're an island, individuals with an island attachment typically prefer solitude and independence. They may have difficulty trusting others or forming close relationships because essentially they have a fear of being hurt or abandoned. Islands often value self-sufficiency and may withdraw emotionally when they feel vulnerable. Take a breath. Are you an island? Let's learn about the wave. The wave attachment style, those with a wave attachment style tend to be emotionally volatile and crave intimacy in their relationships. They may experience intense highs and lows in their emotions, seeking closeness one moment and pushing their partner away the next. Waves often struggle with feelings of insecurity and may need frequent reassurance from partners. Take a breath on that one. Are you a wave? And lastly is the anchor. The anchor attachment style is characterized by stability, security, and trustworthiness. Anchors are reliable partners who value commitment and loyalty in their relationships. They have a positive view of themselves and others, which allows them to form healthy attachments without fear or anxiety. Now, Tatkin also expanded his attachment styles theory to acknowledge that individuals can exhibit different attachment styles depending on the situation or the relationship they're in, really the timing of their life. So just because you're an island, a wave, or an anchor now doesn't mean you can't shift later, but essentially we are all looking to be that secure, that anchor. That is the place where we feel most at home. 
in our homeostasis. A good example of this is someone who's typically an anchor may become a wave when they feel threatened or insecure in a particular relationship. So understanding your own attachment style that you are today, knowing that it can change, this is going to help you navigate your relationships more effectively. In other words, being honest about where you are in this process is the beautiful, perfect place for you to start. It also can help you recognize patterns of behavior that are holding you back from forming deeper connections with others. A way to know if you're held back, if you're stuck in a pattern, is if you ever have said this phrase, where are all the good men? There's no good men out there. Where are all the women? Women are B-I-T-C-H's, blah, 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 blah. All these things coming from the ego because it wants to stay either an island or a wave. But look, when you identify your own needs and you start healing the things that are making you complain, instead of complaining and projecting it onto potentially really beautiful partners, you then can meet somebody who is the perfect bite for your wound. And you can build stronger, healthier bonds that last a lifetime. Let's go into the third portion of this. Why are romantic relationships so triggering? Why can they be so hard? It's because, thirdly, they trigger past traumas and unresolved issues. We may have experienced painful breakups or betrayals in the past. The relationships maybe that still impact us today, you know, that one that got away, the great white buffalo. We may have unresolved issues from childhood that resurface when triggered by certain behaviors or situations in a current relationship. A fantastic resource for this is all of the relationship podcasts that we have linked in the show notes today at joshtrend.com forward slash 530. And lastly, romantic relationships, they often involve expectations and unmet needs. We may have certain expectations about what a relationship should look like or how our partner should behave, but when these expectations are not met, it can cause frustration and disappointment. Additionally, if our basic needs for love, validation, affection are not being met in relationship, it will, and it definitely can, trigger feelings of insecurity and inadequacy. So what can we do? What can we do about being so triggered in a romantic relationship? First, learn how to breathe. Go to the Breathe Breath and Wellness Program. Practice breathing so you can create some spaciousness between your trigger points and you can get out of your head and into your body. This is a three-week journey that I guide you on. We have over a thousand students across the world that have joined us in this program where you can learn how to clear your stress and deal with your triggers and your trauma by using your breath. It's the solution that's been under your nose for so long, you just haven't learned how to effectively respirate or respire to bring life back in yourself. You can get that at breathwork.io. And from my heart to yours, if you're struggling with relationships, if you're struggling with triggers or finding your center, use the code podcast33. You get 33% off the Breathe Breath and Wellness program over at breathwork.io. So that's a tactical skill using your breath. But it's also important to communicate openly with your partner about your needs and expectations so they're aware of them. What doesn't get said never gets understood. Additionally, seeking therapy, talk therapy, or EMDR, these can provide an entry point or a safe space to explore past traumas and attachment issues that may be impacting current relationships. Therapy can help individuals. And I say can because you don't want to spend years and years and years going in circles in therapy, just talking and talking and talking. You actually want to move that energy. This is why I combine manifestations and binaural beats and breathwork practices in the breathe program. Again, that's breathwork.io. Going back to the therapy, just as we say goodbye here, it is a tool set. 
breath work is a tool set. Meditation is a tool set. This podcast is a tool set. You can fill a toolbox for a lifetime with the 600 shows that we've had on this podcast. But unless you put them into practice, unless you put them into practice, your communication and your conflict resolution will not increase because the tool will still be brand new in the box. So the takeaway, use your tools, trust yourself to fumble around, not be perfect and use your tools. Romantic relationships can bring so much joy into our lives. They have the potential to trigger deep emotional wounds and insecurities because those wounds and insecurities are wanting to be healed. Everything is vibration. So any kind of trauma, capital T, lowercase t, any kind of insecurities, these programs, these imprints, the stuff that we get from five generations plus back, these are all things that are asking for the gift of goodbye. So by taking an honest heart-based look at this podcast today, by recognizing these triggers and by seeking support when needed through therapy or other resources such as self-help books on healthy boundaries, you can learn permanently how to navigate these challenges by having that compass inside of your heart. You'll navigate these challenges effectively, leading towards a happy, healthy, intimate, loving connection. You really will embody the phrase that I love so much from the Native American culture, and that phrase is intimacy. Into me, you see. I hope this Q&A was powerful. It was a bomb drop question. Thank you so much for this one question that really all of us at some point have struggled with in life. Make sure that you subscribe to my Instagram and make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Instagram is Josh Trent official podcast can be on the player you're listening right now, or just head over to joshtrent.com forward slash podcast. Listen to this podcast again, go to the resources at joshtrent.com forward slash five three zero. And no matter what, remember you can breathe, you can choose. When you do that, you give yourself agency. If you can breathe, you can choose. When you choose to breathe, you can choose to operate in a more loving way, in a less triggered way, and in a more intimate way with your partners, with your life, your business, your kids, with everyone, including yourself. I'll see you next week. And until I do, I'm wishing you love and wellness. There's a part of you that is excited about the year ahead. There's a part of you that knows where you've been in the year behind. But what is the part of you in the middle that knows you are already whole and complete and loved and accepted for exactly who you are? And what do you need to support that? To build a scaffolding of resources, people, supplementation, behavioral practices, anything and everything to remind you on a daily basis that you are loved, you are supported, and you're on the right path. There's only one place that I go, and that's joshtrent.com forward slash store. Whether it's home, kitchen, biohacking, sinus care, blood sugar, digestion, cognition, anything and everything when it comes to your wellness pentagon, your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial ways that you nourish yourself every single day, head over to joshtrent.com forward slash store. This is the only place for the best of the best, wellness tools, resources, supplements. Forget about hunting around in the ocean on the internet. I've put everything in one place for you to easily find and purchase at a deep discount and you support the show. As you know, this podcast is brought to you for free by Wellness Force Media and myself. And so every single time you purchase something from the store page, you not only help yourself out and your wallet, but you also help the show. joshtrend.com forward slash store.